What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the After Youth Podcast, the podcast for young adults by young adults. I'm your host, Josh Cave, and I'm joined by my co-host, Garrett Vess. And today we're going to be talking about how you can know you're in the will of God. How do I know if I'm in the will of God? I think it's something all of us have asked at one point or another in our lives. Uh, I think one thing that's going to help us in this discussion today is we're kind of in two different stages of life. Garrett, you're a couple years younger than me, but you know I'm married and finished my degree and working, and you're kind of on the not that you're not that you're worse off than I am by any means, uh, but you're just in a different stage. You know, you've been dating Aubrey for a couple of years now, and you know, working a job that you would probably consider a stepping stone into yeah. something else. Mm-hmm. So we kind of have different experiences in like going through life and asking that question, how do I know if I'm in God's will? Uh, so let's, let's look at this question a little bit closer. The question is, how do I know if I'm in the will of God? Uh, this is going to sound pretty obvious, but usually this question comes up whenever you're facing a big decision. Like nobody's asking this question, like going through everyday life, like, like, man, I'm about to eat breakfast. I wonder if, I wonder if I'm in God's will. You know, it's people are asking it whenever something comes up and they're trying to pick out a college or they're trying to, trying to find a job or trying to find the right person to marry. Like all these big life altering decisions. That's whenever we look and we're like, okay, God, how do I know if I'm in your will? What is your will for my life? And even even in my life, like I'm not knocking that thought process. In my life, every big decision I've ever made, I've asked that question, God, how do I know where you're guiding me? How do I know if I'm truly in your will? And a lot of times, whenever this big decision comes up, we ultra focus ourselves on God. The hope is that God will give us an answer. It's like, do I go to do I go to this college or do I go to this college? And you're hoping that whenever you ask this question, that God will give you option A. Or he'll be like, you know what? We'll just close that door altogether. Go to option B. You know, and that's kind of our expectation. Um, and that's good. Like I think we need to be ultra focused on God whenever big decisions come up. But I think sometimes God answers us in very different ways. And so that's one of the things I want to talk about today is what this can actually look like. So Garrett, do you have any examples of times in your life where you were asking for God to show you his will and he did or or he didn't? Well, I think lately I've just been in a place where um working, you know, we talked about this my job right now kind of being a stepping stone job just trying to get find something better, find something that I want to do later. Yeah. And um lately I've had like I've had some doors opened up to me that's confirming like my calling and just confirming things that that I needed so that I knew that God's taking care of me that this is uh I'm in God's will. 
this podcast being the number one there. Like, this, this is the sign for your whole life. No, but in all <laughs> seriousness, like, things like, little things like that, I mean, it confirms, like, hey, like, I'm taking care of you, like. Yeah. In all seriousness, like, this is part of one, part of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I joke about it, but, like, it is for me, too. Like, it's something that I'm very passionate about and, you know, expecting God to do cool things with it. Uh, so there's there's a couple of times in my life that I want to talk about here uh, because they're they're both examples of God kind of showing me the right door, but God does it in very different ways in these two situations. So there's been a couple of situations where God worked God worked out His will in my life. I believe one situation was whenever I was graduating high school. So. I was a senior in high school trying to get ready to figure out where I was going to go to college, what I was going to do. You know, I knew I wanted to go to school to be a pastor and that's what I went to school for. I applied to two colleges and one offered me a scholarship and they did an interview process and stuff like that. So I had to go up there to the campus and this was my first time seeing the school in person in Springfield, Missouri. So I went up there. And my prayer the whole time was, God, show me where you want me. Make it just absolutely crystal clear. Uh, I'm not the kind of person that I go off of hints. You can ask my wife. Like, I need it straightforward. And so that was what I was asking God. Like, I need a 100%. This is the answer. And so I went into this this weekend with the scholarship opportunity with this you know, with this visitation weekend they had planned. And I had that in mind. God, give me a moment where I know that you're working out like this is where you want me to go or it's not. And so they had this chapel service planned and my mom and I were going to it and they they started worship and they're singing these songs and they're getting going and I'm praying and I'm worshiping and I remember just feeling the presence of God in that moment in a special way. My mom and I were there and we looked at each other like at the same moment, like, like this is where God wants you to be. And I knew from that moment, like no matter what the scholarship they gave me, no matter what happened, this was where I was going to go to school. I just felt really confident in it. And so that was what happened. Like I got a scholarship. It was, you know, it was a good scholarship. But that was that was what happened. I ended up going to the school and I was uh, very excited. I knew for a fact that God led me to that opportunity. And so, you know, God answered my prayer straight up. You know, I asked God for a straight up answer and he gave me one. I knew in my heart of hearts that that was where God was calling me to go. And then this second situation is a little bit different. So whenever Molly and I got married, I was moving to a new state. I grew up in Mississippi and you know Molly and I were about 3 hours apart while we were dating. And so I was getting ready to move over to Alabama whenever we got married and I needed a job. I needed a job over over there. And so I was searching these different places, you know, I do I work on four-wheelers and side-by-sides and stuff. And I wanted a job in that same thing because I'm I'm passionate about it. I grew up in it. I knew how to do it. And so there were two places that I really wanted to go to. There was this one place that 
I really, 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 really wanted to go to. I thought it was the perfect fit. You know, it was what I was used to working on. I felt very confident in the place. And I I went up and talked to him and I talked to him and I was like, hey, you know, I really want to work here. This is where I want to be. Is there any way you can get me a job anywhere? I'll do anything. And what happened is eventually, eventually they said, no, like we just don't have room for you. I don't think it was any reflection of, of me or anything else. Like they just didn't have the physical space to put me there. And so I had a second option. This wasn't the one I really wanted to go to. It was my second choice. Uh, there were some things that I'd heard and, and seen about it. But we were on our honeymoon and I needed a job. Obviously, we were already married. I needed a job. And so I called the guy that I had been talking to and I said, Hey, you know, are you able to get me a job? And he said, You said you could start on this day. And I said, Yeah. He's like, Well, I'll see you then. I was excited because I had a job, but I was really disappointed. And I, and I went into this job opportunity thinking, well, if that job I really wanted to work at, if they ever have an opening, I'll just go there. But I kept an open mind. I started at this other job. Even as I started my first day there, you know, I was having second thoughts about it. But I got into that job and it's actually the same job that I work today almost two years later. It's allowed me to move to Chattanooga. I've gotten a ton of training in different things. I've learned way more than I could have learned in any other position. And it's been a better financial option overall. And it was hard for me to understand whenever the first place denied me a job, how God could be working in it. You know, I did like everybody else. And I was like, this is where I want to go. This is what I believe God is, is leading me to. And then it fell through and I was devastated. I was like, well, what am I going to do now? And the whole time God was working out my situation ahead of me. God didn't show me this is the job I want you to work. He didn't show me like straight up like, no, you don't need to go to that, that job. You need to go to this job. What God did is as I was walking, he closed one door and he opened another door. And for me, I think it's really important that we understand that God can show us his will in more than one way. And sometimes we get caught up in our own mind of how we think things should work out. And in this situation, I had to let go and let God. And he ended up delivering in a way that was bigger than anything I could have imagined. Uh, So I want to talk about this a little bit more. And you could have listened up to this point and and been like, okay, your stories are great. They're all well and good and whatever. And that may have worked out great for you. But what am I supposed to do in my situation? I've been praying. God's not answering. God's not opening up the doors. Like, I don't know where this is going. What am I supposed to do? And I get it. I've been there. I've been in that moment. Like, people's stories sound like cliches. The Bible verses people give. They get super cliche, and that's not knocking the Bible verses. Please don't take that as knocking Bible verses. But sometimes whenever we're in the moment, the cliches don't do us any good. Like They're just empty words. And so I want to talk to you about this. I think whenever you're praying about whatever, let's 
take one of my situations, for example. Whenever I was praying for God to show me the right job and asking God to point me in the right direction, I was focused on the question. I was focused on, God, what is the right job? Where do you want me to work? And I think that we need to start focusing ourselves away from the question. It's really difficult to make these decisions, and I get it. Like, the only thing on your mind is that question. What am I supposed to do right now? But what I want to tell you is that if you are truly following God and prayerfully making decisions, you have to know that God is guiding your life. If you're truly chasing after God, God is going to work it out. And I don't mean that as a cliche. I don't mean it as a, as a metaphor or some, some other <laughs> crazy thing. I mean it straight up. If you are following God, God is going to work out your life. I had a youth pastor that explained, it, explained to me that, that people in the Bible that were truly chasing after God, they would make decisions. Some of them made good decisions. Some of them made bad decisions. But whenever they made decisions that weren't the right one, God always guided them back to where they were supposed to be. You could look at the story of Moses. In the Old Testament, Moses was born into an Egyptian family, and he was raised in this family even though he was actually a Hebrew. And he goes through his life, and he's in this palace, and he ends up killing another Egyptian. And so he runs out of Egypt, and he's in the wilderness for 40 years. And in that 40 years, God begins to teach him. He begins to grow him. He teaches him how to survive in the wilderness. And then God calls Moses to a higher purpose. He says, hey, the Israelites have been in Egypt enslaved, and now it's time for them to come out, and I need you to go back to Egypt and rescue my people. Moses made a mistake. He wasn't supposed to kill an Egyptian. He went out into the wilderness for 40 years, but God took that time in his life and he called him to a higher purpose and used that time in his life. So if you're going through life and you're making these decisions, you could say, I just don't want to make the wrong decision. And I would challenge you and say, no matter what decision you make, God is going to use this time in your life. Try to make the right decision. <laughs> Try to do the right thing. Try to follow where God is leading you, but know that if you're truly following after God, He is going to work out your situation. He's going to lead you in the right way. He's going to use this time in your life, no matter what you decide. And I, I want to tell you, obviously, if you're sinning, if you're living a life of sin, there are going to be consequences when you choose that, whenever you make that choice. If you blatantly choose the thing you know is wrong, there are going to be consequences for that. And you can't go and yell at God, oh, I listened to that podcast and they said it would work, you would work it out. But when you are making honest decisions, you're trying to serve God with your whole heart. God will be there. He will work out your situation. It's happened in my life time after time after time. Dating, getting married, job situations, college, ministry. God doesn't always answer, but whenever I've felt like God was leading me in a direction, I jumped at it. I tried to make honest decisions with my life. They weren't always easy, 
but God always worked it out in my favor. He always taught me. He always helped me grow through it. In a Crossway article, they explain that we like to make the decision the most important thing. And I quote them here saying, if I make a bad decision, my life will be ruined. If I make a good decision, my life will go great. But God is always more concerned with the decision maker than he is the decision itself. And I would add to that, that we should be more concerned with God than the decision itself. Because God's more concerned about who you are than the decision you make. And we should be more concerned with our relationship with God. I want to tell you, that's so much easier said than done. I've made a lot of decisions in my life, some good, some bad. But through it all, God has guided me. He's taught me. And he's going to teach you. He's going to help you grow. He's going to lead you on this journey of life. Don't get discouraged by it. So I want to switch gears here from the discussing the topic to Garrett. Let's just talk about it. Garrett, in your life, have you seen some validity to what I've said today in this solution here? Uh, Going back to like the decisions thing, I know for me, I've been one of those people that's like scared to make any kind of decision. I've always been an indecisive person and I don't, I don't like that trait about me, but, uh, and it all boils down to like, and not everything, but a lot of times it was like, is this the right thing to do? Where's this going to take me and all this different stuff. But I mean, if you're, like you said, if you're trying to live in the will of God, if you're trying to live live right any kind of decisions you make whether they're not the right ones god's still going to use you i mean god's going to use i mean whatever your situation is yeah and uh, something i heard like early in my ministry whenever i would doubt my calling like i would doubt you know if god was really if i was really called to be a pastor and i remember people telling me there is nothing that you can do to separate yourself from the call that God has put on your life. There's no sin. There's no mistake. There's nothing you can do to take away that calling. It's on your life. It's in you. It's who you are. And you can run from it. You can go away from it. You can run away from God. This is blessing me right now. I'm just <laughs> going to say this. That you can run away from God and whenever you get back, your calling is still there. And I think that's so important. Maybe you're not called to the ministry. It's still for you. God has a purpose and a plan for your life, and you can't run from that. You can't, you can't fall out of it. I mean, look at David's life. I mean, the dude, the dude messed up bad. Like he messed up, and God didn't say, "All right, well, I'm done with you. Like this is it." David went and he apologized to God. He said, "Look, I messed up. I failed you." And God continued to use him because he had a humble heart and he still chased after God. You can mess up and God is still there. He's still, he still called you for a purpose. You're still, you're still who he called. Garrett, what would you say to a listener that's in the middle of a really difficult decision and they really need to know what to do? I feel like this is always my answer. Anytime I was going through any kind of difficult time in my life or what whatever kind of situation I was in, I feel like a lot of times I didn't look in like the right places. Like it's not like I was necessarily living in sin, but I just was like, nothing's fulfilling me right now. 
I prayed a little bit. I'm not not getting much out of prayer. I'll just spend my time hanging out with friends or playing video games or shooting basketball outside. I mean, anything like that. And it wasn't like, Garrett, you do not need to be doing those things. It was like, like those things are great, but also like if I would have invested my time in prayer and worship, just anything like revolving or um, involving myself to be vulnerable with God and to put myself in a place where I was able to listen to what he had to say and just even reading his word. I mean, I feel like the solutions that I was looking for, the answers that I needed would have been laid out right in front of me so much quicker yeah. than, than I really got the answer. So I think it goes back to the word. And I love listening to worship music. And worship music is great. But like worship music, a lot of times it's like the same thing over and over again. All the songs, a lot of them are similar. But I mean, that book's got everything you need in it. And I feel like we just need to go back to the Bible. I mean, that's ultimately where we need to be. Yeah, and I was thinking back to sometimes in my life, especially as a teenager or uh, in my very early young adult life, where like you almost run from the question. Like you almost run from from trying to find the answer. Like you you want the answer, you want to hear from God, but at the same time like the question can be so daunting and trying to find the will of God can be so complex that like you almost go to other outlets. Like you go to what makes you feel comfortable. Like I would play basketball and like almost try to avoid the whole situation, you know? And I think like this whole conversation, this whole solution, it should make you feel more comfortable with God. God's not waiting for you to make the right decision. God just wants you. He just wants you to trust in that he's going to work out your life. And I know that's easier said than done, and that's a very difficult thing in the moment, but it should take some of the pressure off of us that we're not, we're not here making the big decisions. God is guiding our life. And you could look at a million different people in the Bible, and they've all got that same story of maybe their life looked like it went awry, but God had it the whole time. I think, just going off what you just said, I think a lot of times like anyone will run, run away from that question. It's, I think it's because society and the world puts like a fear in us. And I think, I mean, that's Satan's top tactic is to, put a fear in your life for the thing like that God's called you to do. I mean, and I think so many people struggle with this because God has a calling on everyone's life. And I think Satan can get you to fear what God's called you to do. I mean, you're not going to, you're not going to be in your calling. Yeah. And I think that's the ultimate tactic. I mean, if you're not living where you're supposed to be, you're not doing anything for yourself or the kingdom. I think the first step, like, to this question is, I think you just have to be available. You have to make yourself available because I think a lot of times I was in a place where I just was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've got to know what I got to do before I can do anything. But when when I made myself available, it was like, that's when the doors are opened up. So yeah. like I'm, I'm already doing the thing God is calling me to do. Exactly. Yeah. And 
I mean, that could go back to some of the conversations we've had on, you know, focusing too much on the big picture, you know? Yeah. We get exactly. so caught up in the future and I've got this future calling that God has put on my life and, and we forget that God has called us to something right now, you know? Yeah. Um, I hate the term like season of waiting because I think it's an excuse. It's just an excuse. Like I'm in a season of waiting. Like, you know, I'll serve God really whenever, whenever I'm in that position that I really want. You know, I know I'm called to be a youth pastor until I'm a youth pastor. I can't really serve God. And that's the opposite of what God is asking us to do. He says, and I think it's Luke chapter 16, verse 10, where it says, be faithful in little things and you'll be entrusted with much. And it's that same concept of whenever you're not in a position, whenever you don't have the title, whenever nothing is going the way you thought it would go, what are you doing for God? How are you serving him? How are you chasing after him? Are you still praying? Are you still reading your Bible? Are you still going after God when it doesn't look like you thought it would? Yeah, I was thinking like the whole like season of waiting thing. When you said that, I was thinking about like not necessarily just waiting and I'm in like a, okay, I'm stuck here, not in a season of like you're stuck in like a rut type thing, but like awaiting like, okay, what's next? You're just always ready for the next thing, maybe. Yeah, like you're not focusing enough on the moment. And kind of kind of to circle back, I mean, I guess part of that is, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, it being the big decision and things like that. And really a lot of it boils down to just being faithful, you know, sticking close to God, being there in those moments and don't don't make the decision the most important thing. The decision is never the most important thing. The most important thing is you and your relationship with God. If you focus on your relationship with God, the decision, your future, your calling, everything else in your life is going to work itself out. And I think that's really really what this whole episode is about is focusing on God. Don't let the decision be too big. Focus on God and he's going to work out your situation. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We hope you were able to learn something today and grow in your relationship with God. If anything we said today meant something to you, would you please consider giving us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast? Thanks so much. We'll see you again next week.